Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me on this new episode of The Daily Optimist. Thank you all for being here. I appreciate you listening. So, today is December 8th. It is Tuesday of this week. It is one day closer to the end of 2020, one day closer to having a vaccine for the pandemic that is happening, um, one day closer to maybe getting what you want for Christmas, if you celebrate Christmas, or getting what you want for uh, any of the holidays that are coming up, whether it be Kwanzaa or Hanukkah, whatever it is, if you celebrate those, maybe you're one day closer to getting a gift. Maybe your birthday is here. Maybe there's some other special function. And in the time where special functions are finding it difficult to be celebrated with family and and friends in the way that you may be accustomed to it doesn't mean that you can't still celebrate and enjoy maybe just a smaller gathering maybe a gathering over a zoom call or skype or whatever you you can think of maybe it's just hey you know you can't celebrate with somebody so you can buy them a a meal from their favorite place that is nearby and you can just have it delivered to them something like that give them a gift card to a local place where they love to shop or um where they love to eat there's still ways that you can celebrate somebody or something without having to be in the same uh, space as that person physically and as we all know we still have uh work to do concerning physical distancing and um, just doing our best to stay safe and healthy, there are still ways you can find to celebrate. All right, we'll talk more about that in the days ahead, but today again, I appreciate you being here. We're going to have a good day. That's what I'm planning for. I hope you are as well. All right, let's get to the stories. My name, of course, is Elijah Manning. And you are listening to The Daily Optimist. So first story that I'd like to talk about is DACA has come back with a a new kind of agreement, if you will. DACA is the uh, plan that was started under uh, the Obama administration. It is deferred action for childhood arrivals for anybody um, that you know has come to the U.S. Uh, before they were 16. They lived in the country since at least 2007 and earned a high school diploma, a GED, or served honorably in the military. Um, they are DACA uh, eligible, and it's not a request for a green card or a U.S. citizenship, but it allows them to live here and uh, work and sets them on a path that they can become uh, citizens and uh, therefore. So the Trump administration had been trying to get rid of it since uh, 2017, and, you know, they were filing lawsuits to get rid of it. And, uh, well, through the work of advocacies and uh, um, and activists, they were able to get it looked at by a federal judge in Brooklyn. And um, they said that it can 
still be a thing and still be a policy program for people. Uh, so this is, you know, happening right now that it's allowing people to be on it and it's giving them an extra year. So it's the two years um, because, you know, it was kind of on pause, I guess, for a little while. So, you know, activists that took to the streets and you know took to the courts, they have won the battle uh, for right now. The question still remains, though, because right now in um, a couple weeks, it's going to be looked at by a federal judge in Texas who could declare a DACA unlawful and then it will be in limbo again. And um, but as of right now, it's it's a victory and it's um it's looking positive i certainly hope it stays positive for those that uh are in need of being part of it and instead of just being deported can actually earn a path to citizenship and working in uh, and providing you know even paying taxes some of them do and going to school whatever the case may be so the fight is not entirely over, but the good news is the fight is at least a, a, has a victory that was just granted, and hopefully that victory can continue and the federal judge in Texas um, doesn't shut it down again. Uh, I'm not sure what would happen after the judge would shut it down. I don't know if it would just be shut down or if it would uh, go through a, another legal battle to, to see what and where next. But, um, you know, that's something we have to keep our eyes on. The next story I just want to talk about is, um, you know, we're in the pandemic times right now. And some businesses are having a hard time staying open, especially as it's holiday season. So I'm going to take New York as an example. You know, the smaller businesses rely har heavily on tourism, especially this time of year. But tourism is down a big percentage so how do these businesses maintain um you know any profit or even break even when this would normally be their time to have that uh, ability so there's still the outdoor winter market that happens in bryant park uh if you're familiar with that it's a big market where there's vendors who sell uh goods and you know, services and uh, people walk through and it's outdoor and it's open air and all of that. So there are vendors who are hoping that that being down only, I, I believe it was like a quarter from what it was last year compared to their their actual brick and mortar buildings, which are down like 60% and sometimes 80%, depending, um, that they're still provided ways to either turn a profit or break even but there are a lot of these smaller businesses who are now learning to use the power of the internet if you will so they have been able to create websites and sell their product on websites so if you know of a um, building or a store or whatever the case may be if you know of something that you love to go to but it's closed check out if they have a website where you can order from check it out it's worth it because you'll be getting the products that you still enjoy and you'll be helping them on top of it so i encourage people to do that um i know it's easier said than done because 
you know, we all have to worry about uh, cutting costs in the in the time we're living in. But if you are going to be shopping for holiday whatevers or um, any of that above, then please take a take some time and look into any of your local businesses that may have an ability to uh, shop online. Help them out if you can. All right, they need you, and you can still use those products. So I'm just going to shorten it uh, there today. That's all I'm going to talk about with news. And uh, I am going to come back, though, and do some positive news. All right, don't go anywhere. I'll be back in a moment. It's positivity time. All right. So my first positive news story comes from Kenya. So in Kenya, there are um, there just recently they had been moving some uh, giraffes to a kind of peninsula area because these giraffes are endangered. The Rothschild subspecies numbering only about 1600 animals left in the wild. So in 2011, the uh, park rangers believed to be uh, putting them on a quote-unquote danger-free place. But uh, there's been flooding there and, you know, they're losing the little island that these giraffes have been living on. And there's also a threat of alligators being able to come up on the, the land as well to um, then, you know, get the babies, if you will. So, these giraffes are some of the tallest of them, reaching 20 feet tall and weighing up to 2,500 pounds. So, with that being said, this was not an easy task. So, they were able to build a, they call it a giraffe raft. <laughs> yeah, so they were able to build this raft and uh, little by little, several months wise, they've been getting the giraffes uh, kind of accustomed to seeing this craft on land and, you know, stepping on it and things like that. And so they had to keep the boat with the ability to, to stay afloat, especially if the um, crocodile, no, if the giraffe got spooked by the crocodiles that are in the ocean or in the uh, water nearby, because then the giraffes could possibly, you know, tip the raft if it's not built correctly. So they were able to accomplish this. And they first, they, they delivered their first uh, adult female giraffe from one side to a new uh, area where they have designated this spot for uh, the giraffes to to continue their life um, and it's a you know about a 4,400 acre reserve reservation it has uh, fencing and it should keep the giraffes safe from predators and poachers alike so they were able to build the giraffe raft get those giraffes across crocodile free and uh, give them a new home. All right, so that is great news from Kenya. My second story is going to come from Australia, where there was a secret Santa. So the staff at a toy store says that a mystery woman came in with a, a couple associates or a couple people, friends, um, and paid off 16000 worth of gifts. The the staff says that um, one of the employees, Maddie Gillespie, says we were all speeches. It was a really crazy moment. Um, so, you know, they've had to talk to these uh, parents that 
that uh, were suddenly overcome with emotion at the stranger's kindness to buy, uh, buying these gifts for them. So the, the women did not ask for recognition. And she said simply that she wanted to help people out through a tough 2020. The staff, you know, says we didn't get their names. All they said is to tell people it was Santa's helpers. But it didn't stop there. So the trio then returned an hour later to give gifts to the staff members. They um, even took a, st a member or a customer rather around the store and helped, uh, you know, as they were buying toys. And then they paid for the whole family's bill which was roughly 3000 to $4,000, they said. So, the Santa helpers, thank you to them uh, for not only your, your generosity towards uh, customers, but to the staff as well. Thank you, and I know you want to remain anonymous, so you will because I didn't see your names. You've remained anonymous, but nonetheless, your story's being told, and good on you. Congratulations. All right. So, it is time now for your positive step of the day. All right. So, your positive step for today is how sometimes people, people, everybody can uh, become uh, exhausted with mistakes that they may make and it may um, stop them from pursuing. But uh, like in the story about DACA, they found a way to, to keep pushing forward, these activists, and, you know, Nana got saw in court. And the small businesses are learning different ways to get their um, products sold, and it, whether it just be through the internet. So, you know, the whole theme is about perseverance. Uh, you know, we all, we all make excuses for why things failed, but instead of doing that, Think of, try to think of new ways to have that success, okay? So, you know, um, whatever whatever that case may be, whatever it is you're, you're working towards or doing, don't let the excuses or the mistakes weigh you down. You can overcome those obstacles just by finding a different path. You know, there's that old saying that when one door closes another one opens and, you know, you can go by that and not have a series of closed doors. All right, you just have to find a different one, a different avenue of success. If one way is not working, try something else. Don't just give up on it, okay? That's what you need to do. It's all about persistence. Which leads me to my quote for the day. The quote is by B.F. Skinner. B.F. Skinner, he was an American psychologist, behaviorist, author, inventor, and social philosopher. He was a professor at uh, Harvard. Um... And his quote goes like this. A failure is not always a mistake. It may simply be the best one can do under the circumstances. The real mistake is to stop trying. One more time. A failure is not always a mistake. It may simply be the best one can do under the circumstances. The real mistake is to stop trying. Don't stop trying, okay? Don't give up. We all make mistakes. We all have adversity. But if we want something, we just have to keep working, find another way through, and we can get there. All right? I know you can. I will keep doing it myself. You know, this relates to anything in life, personal issues, um, you know, 
job, career, um, relationships, perseverance, mistakes happen. We get lost sometimes, but we have to keep on moving forward and keep trying. Find a new way. Don't make excuses for it. Find a different route. Thank you very much for making it through this episode of The Daily Optimist. I appreciate each and every one of you. If you all want to follow me on Facebook, I am The Daily Optimist Podcast on Facebook. On Instagram and Twitter, I am at The Daily Optpod, at The Daily O-P-T-P-O-D. Email me with any positivity, stories, quotes, anything you want to talk to me about. TheDailyOptimist at Yahoo.com. TheDailyOptimist at Yahoo.com. I appreciate you all. If you could do one thing for me, if you could rate, subscribe, and share. Rate so that other people can find it. Subscribe so that you never miss it. And share with anybody who needs a little positivity and optimism in their day. Thank you very much, everybody. Until next time, please be well.